everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 7, Episode 19, the one with Ross and Monica's cousin. Good job. <laughs> I don't know who sings that song. <laughs> um, no, I don't either. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, Barry the low, low. whatever. It's so oh, funny. Oh, You know, Denise Richardson you. does have very nice hair. When do you think of her? What do you think of her from? Like, what movie? Oh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. I was wondering if you thought of her from The Housewives. <laughs> I wasn't sure, like, what you thought of her more. You know, like, when you see her on screen. Since Drop Dead Gorgeous is, like, so old. But love that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. She has a very dramatic tenure. <sighs> on The Housewives? Oh, I bet. I can only imagine. That's kind of what I figured you thought of her from. So, um, but I've never watched it. I think of her on Housewives. I actually completely forgot about Drop Dead Gorgeous mm-hmm. um, or forgot that, like, it, that's, it didn't come into mind when I was watching this mm-hmm. back. Um, yeah, but she was, yeah, I thought Housewives because she was on the last couple seasons or maybe just one in Beverly Hills. Oh, okay. She, she, Okay, this is my summary of what happened. Okay, I'm ready. I'm, I don't know. Other people probably have more thought-out opinions on this, but um, I think she was trying to come off as the, like, super chill, cool girl, and in a lot of ways, she really was. Like, she seems very down to... Well, you know, who knows? This is the persona they're putting out, but she seemed really down to earth in a lot of ways. Like, for example, they showed her, um, she lost her home in one of the Malibu fires. Sad. And one of the other housewives who also has like multiple homes around the country and the world was like, oh my gosh, we're homeless now. And Denise Richardson was just like, do you know what? At least it was just clothes and walls and my family's safe and that's all that matters and so we're all good to go we're gonna figure it out we're fine which you know was like awesome I never had a house burned down so I can't imagine you know losing your stuff yeah like still really traumatic and everything but not the drama level (laughs) yeah like you just yeah say that right exactly you're not (laughs) yeah yeah and then like with some other things too she's just like really chill like she's just kind of like yeah cool okay wear the nice shoes don't I don't care like you know do whatever like and she's like she was always in just like a t-shirt and jeans um but I think that that was probably I don't know it it came Mm -hmm. off genuine at first but then kind of how she left the show it seemed like maybe it was pretty curated um because there was a lot of stuff not actually funny enough not related to the Charlie Sheen stuff that she was pretty like Look, I've had to deal with way worse. He's my kid's dad. I'm not going to talk bad. Like, it is what it is. We're just going to, like, she was really good about all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I kind of forgot they were married. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it is weird. Well, you know, he might be much older than her. Yeah, I think <laughs> like, he is too. a lot older than her. That's true, though. But yeah, now she's not, dev- no, she's, she's what, like in her 50s? I don't know. Don't know. She still looks amazing. Okay, now I'm going to look her up. Um, yeah, her new husband or whatever is really weird so anyway um i'm looking her she just doesn't seem happy and free is anyone in hollywood i don't know that's my opinions on denise richardson (laughs) what i want to know is did they have this like did they have this role written for denise richardson is it richards or richardson i always i don't know know. what her name is i'm gonna look it up yeah Denise. Oh, okay. Richards. Yeah, Richards. Is it Richards? It's Richards. Yes. Just confirmed okay. by the internet. <laughs> Just no one's son. That's all. Okay. Um, I wonder if they had this role in mind for her or if they like, did they audition celebrities to like, okay, now whip your hair around. Okay, now flip. she's got like, I don't know. I have no idea. 
Or were they just like, oh, this will be funny because she's so beautiful? And um, Was she in Baywatch? I don't think she was in Baywatch, but I honestly don't know. Here's us talking about stuff we have no idea. She was... As usual. She... Mm. She was in a movie called um, Wild Things, but... I feel like she was in something, though, as like a sex symbol-y type... Yeah, Wild Things was, like, risque. I've never seen it, but um, the 90s movie account that I follow on Instagram. Um, Yeah, they've shown, like, clips. And she, like, seduces a teacher or something, so she's supposed to be, like, real sexy. But um, Well, there you go, guys. There you go. Uh, 90s movies (laughs) on Instagram. Come here for all of your edgy and sexy tips. Super edgy, super sexy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is it Barry White or Barry Manilow? Like, I wouldn't be able to tell you what his voice sounded like. You might be confusing because there's Barry Manilow as well. It just sounded like Barry White. That that low voice. I'm just really good at stuff. Super good at stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, Charlie Sheen was on... On Friends. A very, but like way earlier. Yeah, he was our submarine man. The the submarine man from like season three or something. Exactly. Um, long time ago. Okay, that sounds fine. So should, okay, should we? Okay, yeah, let's dive we, in. We'll dive into it. So um, we'll start, I guess, with this one, Cousin Cassie. Um, well, I guess it's kind of... I think there might have been more to this other, like, kind of, like, side storyline that was cut out, but you'll be able to help us remember this. So it kind of, doesn't it sort of open, no, okay, it opens with Joey. Hold on, sorry, I'm getting confused. But Monica's, like, what else is going on with Monica and Chandler is that they have a no-sex pact until the wedding. And so I forgot about that, but then watching it back, I was like, oh, is that supposed to explain why he was, like, so mesmerized by Cassie? Maybe. I guess I didn't really think about that. Well, and they don't really say that, and that wouldn't explain. Oh, no, actually, it does explain, because Ross is like, a no-sex pack. Yeah. I have that with every woman in America. (laughs) And so maybe that is kind of why they're all supposed to be so, and, like, everything is turning them on. But Ross is related to her no matter what, so we'll just say that's why. That's fine. We'll just say that's why. We're going to (laughs) play Ross, creepy or not. (laughs) <laughs> I think I know what your vote's going to be. Um, um, so Not basically, Monica is like, Cousin Cassie is coming to stay um, for a little bit, and she's going to stay in our spare room. And that's also why. So so Monica and Chandler have this little um, interaction where Chandler was like, if we broke up, yeah. then we could have sex, right? <laughs> and you know, and he's like bossy and domineering, and she's like irresponsible, sloppy, and <laughs> immature, whatever. Yeah. And so <coughs> immature, yeah. And so they're like, let's go do it. And then she's like, oh no, I can't. Cousin Cassie's here, um, and we're supposed to go have lunch. And so that's when she, um, Denise Richards, comes out and like does her hair. Yeah, and flip. I love. Yeah, I love when Monica's like. Uh, Shrill, the wedding is back on. <laughs> yeah, the wedding is back on. Oh, that is so funny. A little too close to home. Um, and so <laughs> Cassie comes out, does her hair flip, and Chandler's like so good. practically so drooling. Right, exactly. Um, and I think, I don't, can't remember if anything else happens or if like it just cuts off and then Monica's like, Ross, Cassie has to stay with you because Chandler can't keep his like keep his tongue in his yeah. Oh, that is so so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I I don't even know how you would like react to that. You know, um, she seems annoyed. I would be humiliated. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Monica. Agreed. Like I am confused on the whole situation. Yeah, she's like oblivious. Yeah, Cassie's like completely oblivious to what is going on. Like she doesn't seem weirded at all. Yeah. <laughs> um I am guessing that 
she wasn't like, right. this is making me uncomfortable. I'm going to leave. It was probably Monica just like, yeah. oh, sorry, something's come up. But, oh, no, I guess that's not true. Cause, because she's like, thanks for letting me stay here, Ross. Um, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, but her fiancé stared a lot. So, I don't know. Somehow, that is an awkward subject to broach. But She's like, Monica's place was nice. Right. Her fiancé sure stares a lot. Yeah, who who was the one that wanted to move? Anyway, I'm assuming it was Monica made her move, but maybe not. Um, but, yes, and so so she has to go stay with Ross, and she's like, you know, um, but when he, when he's like, gosh, I haven't seen her in so long and she's like well you know she's 25 so denise richards is supposed to be 25 yeah i do not feel like she is actually 25 um i feel like she's probably more like 35 and just looks great don't know apparently she's 30 so not too far off 30 okay that's not too bad that's okay that's you can play your Yes, she's like very like housewife looking. Uh, tight. Uh, <laughs> yes. Body or face? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Everything's been Botoxed, I think. Um. Shh. Yeah. Anyway, I won't go back into the facts that I know about Denise. Anyway, um, like what she eats and does every day, according to the Real Housewives. Um. Yes. Well, yeah, they talk about it in the show. Um. So. So. Um. Ross is like, what does Cousin Cassie even look like? And Monica's like, she looks exactly like Aunt... Aunt Marilyn, Mildred yeah. or something? Marilyn. And Chandler is like, oh, is this Aunt Marilyn coming to the wedding? Like, Chandler. <laughs> Yuck. Wafer thin ice. Wafer thin ice, yeah. Monica, I would, I would not be, like, mad and controlling in this. I would probably be like... You, I'm hurt and mad now. I don't yeah, know. it's I interesting. It the the whole thing is like really interesting. Um, okay, so she goes and stays with Ross and does the hair flip, and Ross also starts staring while Barry White is playing in the. No, Barry. Which one now? Barry White? Barry Manilow? Barry White. Barry White starts playing in the background. And she's like, oh, how funny. You do a perfect impression of Chandler. (laughs) And, okay, from this point forward, there's all these, like, weird little innuendo things where, like, she doesn't realize it, but she's, like, making a lot of innuendo. Like, well, maybe you can do me. Or, like, you know, that type of stuff. And, like, Ross is like, "Uh, no, you know, I don't know. So I guess with all the stuff that happens... Leading up until the mm-hmm. point where Ross definitely crosses the line. Yes. Do you think he's do, being creepy? Because it's his cousin. And I just, yeah, she's making innuendo, but it's not like she's doing it on purpose or trying to be sexy in any way, shape, or form. Like saying like, oh, maybe you could do me. Like she was clearly talking about impressions. And I just don't <clears throat> think that mm. she should have to like – double check everything she says around her cousins like she's not trying to be gross but yeah 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 definitely like I feel like he is hearing what he wants to hear and that's what's weird about it to me I guess I guess I think like anything that she says Ross is like just completely making a mountain out of a mohel like the tiniest thing he's blowing it up to mean something that she, okay. I don't know. Like, that's not even on her radar, you know? Um, yeah, did you just say so yeah, Mohill? Uh, <laughs> yes. I thought maybe the, wait, my, what is my it? audio just cut out a second. No, it's a molehill. I is think it it's like, um, molehill? I think it's like, I always assumed it's kind of like an ant hill. Like, you know how ants build those little towers that they live in? Yeah, like, a, like when you have moles in your backyard, they like well, make it's definitely little, a mole hill. Little humps. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Ray. I've said <laughs> mole hill. Oh my gosh. I've but said I'm really glad that this was captured um, on tape. For oh perpetuity. boy, me too. <laughs> For perpetuity. Oy. Uh Well, oh, that's embarrassing. Bless. Now I'm going to Google if it's mountain or if it's mole hill or mohill. I feel like. Sorry that you have to. 
put that one in your <sighs> scorebook. <laughs> yeah, maybe my diary scorecard. Does it say whatever. what a molehill is? Am I right that it's? Um, yeah, I just googled it. Something. I mean, <laughs> it is a molehill. Um, wow, I can't believe I've gone my entire life thinking it was molehill. But a mole, but a molehill is a is a small lump right. in Irish lands. So if you go to <laughs> Ireland, um, well, you'll find molehills because that's where see, the word molehill exists. You're not going to make a mountain out of that. <laughs> you're not going to make a mountain out of a small place in Ireland. <laughs> Um, and I bet you it has yeah. I bet you it has no mountains. <laughs> it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. It just has mohills. <laughs> Thank you, Renee, for letting us come on that journey with you. Oh my gosh, that is embarrassing. Oh gosh. Okay, so so you think that Ross is making a mountain out of a town in Ireland, and therefore is being creepy? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I do think he's being creepy. Very unfortunate. Like. I guess I'm just not going to give him... Okay. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Okay. So first of all, definitely agree with you that, like, she is just naive. But, but like, not... It's not like she's being suggestive on purpose. She's just being herself. She shouldn't have to be guarded. So Cassie has done nothing wrong here. So definitely agree with you on that one. Um, That's right. She's done nothing wrong. My thinking, though, was that, like, Ross isn't trying to make it sexual. He's trying to unsexualize it. It's like his brain is going there, and then he keeps being like, no, she's your cousin. No, we're not going to do that. No. Like, he keeps trying to shut it down, I feel like. Yeah, but I feel like he's the one reading into all of it, and so it's like, I don't Wait, know. he I keeps just, coming up with reasons why shutting it down isn't the right answer. Yeah, but, like, I guess I'm just not going to applaud him, like, not turning everything into uh, that's what she said. No, because, see, that's like, at the very end. And that's where I definitely think he crosses the line. But I just mean, like, up yes, until he that does. point, he keeps being like, she's your cousin. That is wrong. Da, da, da. Like... I think at at the end when he's like, wait a minute, she opened the wine, she turned down the lights, like that's Doctor Geller, (laughs) being silly. Do you? I don't know. Um, Yeah, what is it? Tell us. Oh yeah, Logan's Run, the sexiest movie ever. Um, It's all about like you as soon as you turn thirty, they reincarnate. Not reincarnate, but like uh, they call it regeneration. I think. Um, and people are trying to outrun Ooh, the time it sounds police, interesting. basically. Um, so I don't think it's sexy at all. Um, no, but, but I mean, it's Ross. to a mohill. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just not going to, like, give him credit for not making a move on his cousin. I don't know. And the, the whole thing is just okay. really strange to me. Um, yeah. Dr. Geller's being so silly. Chandler is also not single, but. <laughs> yeah, but he's also not related to her. So I feel like. Yeah. Even that, like, I don't know. I guess I guess the difference is like, well, no, I don't know. Like, Russ could have been like, I've got to go do something. Or like, let's meet up with a group of friends instead of just like sitting here in my apartment, the two of us, like, on your trip to New York, but I don't know. I hear what you're saying. I don't, I'm not going to applaud him, but I don't think he's necessary. I don't know. I don't feel like he was being creepy until the end when he started being creepy. I almost thought it was, but yeah, I, I don't know. I have never sexualized my cousin, so. Right, because you're normal. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair call. Is that what being a man is, though? Like, well, they say what separates man from beast is, like, having impulses <laughs> and not acting on them. So, like, I don't know. Um, oh that's the difference, mainly. Okay. You know, like, we can feel something, but, like, undeve- underdeveloped brains, like, they just act on their actions. They can't, like, regulate. Um, Speaking of um, animals, have you seen the – there's, like, a 
it's not like new new but there's the newest like netflix documentary called our great national parks no i've heard it's really good though it is good yeah it's really it's very blue planet but instead of david attenborough it's barack obama (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've heard good things so far i like it i just love putting that type of stuff on when like you've had a long day and you don't really want to pay attention to a movie Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, it's so nice to have on in the background and you end up learning fun stuff about animals. Learning's fun. That's fun. And mohills in Ireland. And mohills. Um, okay, so then, yes, very Ross, important. Um, eventually does verbally, outside of his head, cross the line. Oh my um, gosh. When she's, they're watching a movie and she's like having, yeah, normal things. Let's have a glass of wine while we watch a movie. Right. Let's turn down the lights because we're watching a movie. Popcorn. And so Ross is like, she wants it. I want it. I'm, it's very much like Dr. Geller, stop it. You're like with, with Rachel. It's like that same. Yes. So he, he like leans in for the kiss and she's like, what are you doing? So awkward. I'm your cousin or whatever. And then he's like sitting there not saying anything. And he's like, say something, say something, just say anything. This is the longest anyone's ever gone without speaking. And then he ends up saying, I haven't had sex in a really long time. And he's like, okay, I shouldn't Shouldn't have said said that. Oh, poor Cassie. I know. And actually like the only thing I love about this scene is how uncomfortably long they let it sit like they let the silence go on for a really long time um and i mean like if in 22 minutes on network tv 30 to 45 seconds of pure silence is like gold you know what i mean like true they let it sit for a really long time but it really sells how uncomfortable it is and i'm really glad they don't breeze past that because it's super awkward you know uh, good point how did denise richards and um david schwimmer sit there without oh laughing for that long i have no idea i seriously have no idea and like they're like nose to nose practically <laughs> too <I know. laughs> mm, good point oh yeah it's impressive um, well because Creepy McCreeperson Ross can't keep his paws off his cousin. Ugh, uh, Cassie now has to go stay with Phoebe. Just getting passed around. And um, Phoebe's like, oh, you know, no problem staying here. Are you finding everything you need? And she's like, yeah, thank you so much. And comes out and does her hair flip again. <laughs> Phoebe. <laughs> so same thing happens. Yeah. She's <laughs> not your cousin. Um, does she ever end up saying anything out loud, or does she just have that inner monologue just, that we hear? Yeah, she just has the inner monologue, and she like smiles and like okay. oh, blushes. That's so funny, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, cute. Gotta love it, Phoebe's. She's character. She's just too pretty for her own good. She is. She is so pretty. Thanks, Denise. Was she meant to be there for the wedding? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Well, but I feel like this is still early enough. Like, this is, like, far enough away from the wedding that I kind of... And, like, you wouldn't have a random cousin stay at the bride's house, no, right? No, I was no, kind no, of sorry. thinking, like... I was thinking, like, she doesn't come to the wedding. Not that she's there oh, okay. this early for the wedding. Yeah, no. Way too early for that. Ah, uh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Just, yeah. like, okay, she's not at sense. the wedding. Speaking of the wedding... Mm, speaking um, of... Rachel and Phoebe are off having a secret side conversation and I can't remember what it's about. It, they don't even get that far. They're, Rachel's just like, Phoebe, can I talk to you for a second? And then Monica jumps in. Yeah, but did they, but did, what was it that she was going to talk to her we about? We never remember? find out. No, we never find out. Like, why did she call her over? I don't know. I can't, there was something. I mean, okay. I, I think that's the um, whole point. Is, so she calls Phoebe over, yeah, and then Monica's like, yeah. <laughs> I know you guys are planning my surprise bridal shower subtle guys and and rachel quick save is like well don't ruin it gosh just go along with it right and then is like oh my gosh we're supposed to throw her a bridal shower yeah a little too late i'm really surprised that they forgot yeah i am too Whereas, like, I guess I was going to say, like, nobody in their groups really got married. But Rachel, like, actually made it to the altar. (laughs) She just didn't 
say I do. So yeah, she's been through all yes. the like showers and stuff. So it is weird. I guess they're just used to Monica maybe doing everything. Um, uh, yeah, you know, like Monica's always on throwing the parties and stuff. So I think maybe they've just gotten comfortable with her, her planning everything and maybe they just, I don't know, forgot. Yeah, but I was going to say, you did too. Yeah, I didn't have a... I remember being in Nashville for it. No. Then whose bridal shower was I in Nashville for? I don't know. It wasn't mine. I had a bachelorette party in Nashville, but not a bridal shower. Lydia threw me like a lingerie shower, but you weren't here for it. None of my bridesmaids were because it was like two or three weeks before the wedding. So, but I didn't really care, you know? I feel like there's a couple differences. I feel like you didn't want any of that stuff. Like you were very... Right. I didn't really care. Yeah. And I wasn't well, going to hold like, on. Wanting it and expecting it is two different things. Yeah. I didn't either. <laughs> Neither one crossed my mind. I, but I'm also sure that I am sure I went to something. What was the thing where there was suit? We went to sushi. That was my bachelorette. And our friend party. was telling everybody how much they owed. That was my bachelorette party. That was like two nights before the wedding. Oh, yeah. that's different. Yes, right. It is. Um, okay. Yeah, that was my bachelor. I was like, I know you had something. I was there. Okay, right, 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 right. Bridal shower. Right. Yes. Different. So yeah, that was my bachelorette party. Um, and what's funny is recently, I was at dinner for a friend who used to live. She lived in LA at the time. She lives here now, and she. Um, was at my wedding and my bachelorette party and we were with a bunch of girls that have all like moved from California in the last year except myself and Rachel was telling them how I my bachelorette party was the only like national bachelorette party that oh, she had ever been to yeah because she moved here More like thing yeah yeah before it was a thing that's right so like it it's kind of funny because mine was not like any of those and right We'd probably have gone to, like, Mexico or something. Yes. That's the thing is, like, if it was, like, the way it is now with bachelorette parties, I for sure would have gotten out of town. (laughs) Like, I was not about to have all that jazz for my bachelorette party. I mean, we just went to dinner and then, like, went out dancing. It was pretty chill, all things considered. So for people who don't live in Nashville, do you want to explain? Sure. So, like, basically every Thursday night, we call it Boots Thursday because – Every Thursday night, all the bachelorette parties roll into town and they're wearing jean shorts and boots and white tank tops and sashes. And they rent all these like buses and tractors and army, you know, tanks and all this crap. And they're driving around downtown and they're like, woo! Tractors? Yes, tractors. Like, you'd think. There would be a level of trashiness. What? How does I know. that work? I honestly don't know. They actually just made those illegal because people were, like, <laughs> acting crazy. And then recently somebody died. I think they, like, fell off of one because they're, like, open deck, you know? Um, so they haven't, <clears throat> they haven't made the things illegal per se, but they did make bringing your own alcohol illegal because before it was, like, you could BYOB but like open container and an open deck driving around downtown. Mm-hmm. So they've made that illegal, um, which is good. Like I'm not trying to be a party pooper or anything, but someone died. So it's not good. Oh. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. All the woo girls are <laughs> a whole freaking thing. There is probably somebody listening that either had one or has been to one. Yeah, sorry. Sorry about it. Don't love it, but keep coming. Um, yeah, we're just like... Boots Thursday. We're the, vac- we're the number one bachelorette... Yeah, exactly. Boots we Thursday. We're boots. the number one bachelorette party location. Um, we beat out Vegas many years in a row. So I think Vegas is still winner oh, for guys, boy. but Nashville's the winner for girls. Anyway... Renee was judging you. Well, 
<laughs> bachelorette parties because I got confused with a bridal shower and a bachelorette party. So maybe I am Rachel. Um, <laughs> maybe you are. But she's Monica's maid of honor. So I think she should have remembered all the duties. And it's Monica. She wants every single yeah, traditional wedding thing. It is kind thing. of crazy that she... Um, but I think you make a really good point. I think Monica has planned everything else. And so it probably slipped Rachel's mind because she's been meeting with Monica four days a week before <laughs> a lot work. of really, really specific ideas. <laughs> oh, boy. Specific I mean, ideas. that was the alternative. I know you rag on me for not caring about my wedding, but the alternative is meeting me four days a week before work. <laughs> yeah, but if you're Monica, you're kind of like, I could see how she's a bit delusional with this, like, oh, of course she's going to do it. And I don't have to tell her about that. You know, like she knows. And yeah, I, I could, you know, she's planning every single other thing. So maybe she thinks like, well, Rachel's got this one under, the, you know, in the bag. But anyway, she did not. So they, Phoebe and Rachel start freaking out because they have to plan a bridal shower for Monica. And she's so busy that there are only two days it could happen, uh, either in two days from now or yesterday. If it's yesterday, then we're done. Oh, <laughs> uh, could you, could you imagine having to plan a party with Phoebe? Oh my gosh! Or plan any event with Phoebe? Absolutely not. She would be on cups and ice. I, I would put her on cups and ice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Rue the day, because <laughs> her she just never really gets the mood. That everyone else is going for. <laughs> yeah. I lusts of the flesh. <laughs> Her own steel drum. For example, when Rachel is like, okay, we just need to make decisions fast. Where are we gonna have it? Here. Where what are we gonna serve? Or what time of day? Two. What are we gonna serve? Finger sandwiches and tea. Like, okay. And she's like, and then, you know, she's like, go very Monica. Good. And chili. Like, oh, you went too Mm, far. So, you know, Phoebe was starting to get the vibe, but then she was thinking the theme should be lusts of the flesh. Yeah. Then she totally goes rogue. (laughs) I don't know that Phoebe's ever been to a bridal shower, so she's probably not the right person to ask. Definitely not one of Monica's bridal showers. Exactly. Lusts of the flesh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? um, Yes, so our favorite line that we use all the time, you'd be surprised how much this comes up in everyday conversation. I had an idea for the party. We will carve individual mahogany boxes with their with the guests' birthstones on the inside. Okay, you work you on take that. Care of that. <laughs> I love this because I think every single one of us have been in a situation, unless you are this person, but even if you are this person, I think you've probably been around somebody who is more this person than you. Um, Yeah. We've all been in a situation where somebody, like, somebody just suggests something that is way too difficult, detailed, specific, outlandish, whatever it may be. And I've, so I've been in this situation before many times. Um, And I remember like getting frustrated and like you try to talk them out of it, but then sometimes they just double down into like, when you're like, how are we going to do, well, I could figure, we could figure out, you know, and it's like, before you know it, you're like brainstorming the dimensions of this box and what's going to go inside of it. And so I like that Rachel just goes, okay, you work on that, knowing that like. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't fight it. It's so smart. Like know your audience. Yep. Okay, cool. You do that one. And I'm going to do all the other stuff. Um, the right. other night I was at a friend's house um, and she, we were, she's quite crafty, like quite creative. And um, she's, she's done some paintings around her house and then she's like just started doing needlepoint and it's really good. And so she was showing me some of her needlepoint. It was super cute. Um, and I don't know how we got to talking about this, but she was like, I used to have a roommate who was like a like worked in a hospital like on 12 hour shifts and then was getting married and came home and decided to hand make a piñata for the wedding okay you can buy those and okay. fill them with candy but whatever so it was like hand crafting like paper mache and then like putting on the like crepe paper ribbons um hand sewed uh dressing gowns for all what? of the bridesmaids 
Like you could just buy bride again. Dresses. You can buy those. And <laughs> yeah, like that's this person like had a good paying job, and my friend was like, right. "What? Buy those? What are you talking?" Yeah. And so she said that like this, the, her roommate would come home from a twelve hour shift, and then like, oh oh oh, and like wanted this one specific ribbon for something, but like. There was one shade that was cheaper, but the shade that she liked was more expensive. And so she bought the cheaper shade and was dyeing it the different shade in the kitchen. And it was like, how much more expensive could ribbon be? Like, your time is worth so much more than like the 50 cents more per foot or whatever. I get it. Yeah, I guess if you like being crafty. Apparently she liked being crafty. But, like, you're a doctor or whatever working 12-hour shifts with a wedding. Right. Is dyeing ribbon a different shade of blue, like, the best use of your time? And hand-sewing dressing gowns? I don't think so. Girl. Yeah. Oh, man. Shine (laughs) exists for a reason. Like, just. (laughs) Exactly. Just leave some things to the professionals. I mean, I guess enjoy the crafty things if you want to, but I don't know. That just seems like a lot of work. Um, That could really easily be delegated to, like, things Um, that are already done. Yeah, I hate when people pretend like they can do DIY things without, like, they're like, oh, we built a new house for $10, (laughs) you know. But Matt can do that stuff because he has tons of tools, but he spent the last 20 years building up his tool collection so he can actually do it but i i feel like it's such a big bait and switch yes accruing hundreds and thousand dollars worth of tools <laughs> we also have all this cool wood <laughs> well speaking of that we just um had some, <laughs> did somebody say red? we just had um some cherry trees in our backyard professionally cut down because they were rotting. Um, mm-hmm. um, but like Ben's been chainsawing them into pieces, but like the ones that the pieces that aren't like rotty, we have like all this really nice cherry wood. And I'm like, I wish we could do something with this. He's got some tools, but I like, I have no idea what to do with it. And we're just like, chumps paying to get it removed and I'm like I bet you this is this could be something really awesome or like somebody would just die for this you know to have like this massive it's like three or four trees worth it's a lot yeah right now it's just in a nice little neat stack up against the side of our house probably housing critters yeah for sure the critters are definitely in there we had a walnut tree that we cut down a long time ago and People were like, oh, the wood's so nice. But I'm like, you can't use it right away. You have to, like, dry it and store oh. it. And, you know, it's just a lot more hassle than it seems like. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> piece of wood. But, like, it's going to take a while until it's, like, usable. Um, so, yeah, we just had to get get rid of it. Because same thing. Like, I knew we were just housing critters. It's not, like, anything that's going to be usable. Okay, uh, we got a little sidetracked. Yes, <laughs> so we're always. We're talking about, always, about the bridal shower. So mm-hmm. they do not have a guest list for this bridal shower that is supposed to happen in one day, two days. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what they do is Phoebe steals Monica's address book, and they're just going to invite everybody in there. What I think they should have done was... Get the guest list for the wedding. From the wedding, yes. And invite people who are invited to the wedding and live in town. Yes. And we know that invites have been sent out because in the next episode, they're working on the seating plan. Yes. So, yes. I think you're right. But I also think they are just trying to make something out of nothing just desperate <laughs> um you mean a mountain out of a mole shut up <laughs> <laughs> um yes i i think that anyway or i was even like just invite like an intimate group of people and have it at a super fancy yes. re- like there's ways there's ways you could have made this are better. ways one they don't invite her mother 
Great point. Or Although, her cousin yeah. who's in town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. I didn't think about that. All miss. of these options. Well, I mean, to Phoebe's point, I'm going. Are you? Are you? They could have could have had four, five people right there. Cassie. I know. Judy. Some friends from the restaurant. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I know it might not be the people you hang out with, but usually you can tell generally, like, like if I was going to throw you a surprise party in New Zealand, I would have a decent amount of names to work with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The people you tell me the most that you hang out with or you have stories about, like, those are the people I would invite. I would start there. Um, well, that's because you're I'm good sure at they're this. in the ag- address book, but... Well, you would, like, go find one or two people that I talk about and then be like, hey, I want to do this for Ashley. Who else should be invited? Bada boom. But then again, I guess then you'd have to be like, oh, by the way, it's tomorrow because I forgot. So maybe that's why they were just like, any 20 people will do. Any humans (laughs) will do. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So they end up having this last-minute bridal shower at Phoebe's apartment and Phoebe and Rachel's Rachel's living with her right yeah, no I think so. Rachel's no, living, with, living Joey. with Joey yeah that's right because now it's one big room yeah um and so so they have it at feet which may, I guess that makes sense that's why Phoebe's house is a better place for it and so they do have a cute little um like you know it, it looks cute there's a bunch of people there but Rachel and Phoebe don't know who any of these people are I know it's really this sounds bad. disastrous. Yeah, it sounds bad. Um, and so they're like, "Who are these people? They're whoever could show up with on twenty four hours notice, aka losers." It's <laughs> like, um, yeah. say that like, louder Hi, for ha- the people in the back. Had well, you know what? I often don't have plans, and so <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually like, "Yeah, I can hang out tomorrow." embarrassing yeah but for, um, here's the difference for one of your best friends yes for girl that you did her taxes four years ago you're gonna like give yeah, up your saturday <laughs> you know what i mean i'd be like yeah i'm well here's the thing i wouldn't have thought it was a last minute party i would have thought i was on like the third tier guest list and they were just trying exactly. to fill seats so I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm good. If you wanted me there, I you guess would have invited me the first time. That's the other thing is like, I am no longer interested in filling my social calendar. Right. Um, right. I used to With be things interested. things you want to do, people you love. Yes. Yes. And so I used to be interested in filling my social calendar mm-hmm. and also just not good at saying no to stuff I felt mm-hmm. obligated to do or people right. I felt obligated to. Right. Now I have zero problem. Well, first of all, I just don't have as busy of a social calendar, which is it helps if you move halfway across the world to a country where you know no one um, at age 27. So mm-hmm. that helps. Um but yes, but also like I, I don't just say yes to everything anymore. Um, and I'm right. not just like searching for stuff. To, it's kind of like, you know, when you're sort of like, well, these friends are better than no friends. Now I'm like, yeah. nah, no friends are better. <laughs> <laughs> like, no friends I, are better no, than these friends. I, I like my own company enough. I'd rather do other stuff. So anyway, um, so yes. Yeah, so how do you know Monica? Oh, I used to do her taxes or I used to be her accountant. I'm very interested to find out who's been doing her taxes the last four years. Like, oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, boy. So they also realize they forget to invite the guest of honor, Monica. This is... Right. They forget to invite anybody actually involved with the wedding. Yeah, exactly. And so Monica shows up. I wonder why you need me at such short notice. Um... And they actually didn't have to to do this part. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, Monica, we're so sorry. We forgot to throw you a party. And all these people showed up last minute and all these gifts. But by the time you got here, everybody went home. I don't know why they did that part. (sighs) I'm not sure either. I don't really know. Because they gave themselves away and didn't cover very well. 
I guess maybe that could explain why it was a bunch of randoms were about to pop out yeah. and say hello, but then they kind of, I don't know, maybe they maybe they were going with honesty as the best policy, and maybe they told the randoms, hey, this is last minute, can you please show up? And that's why tax maybe. lady from four years ago showed up. Maybe and then it Monica. Pity. It was a pity party. Pity party. But yes. then Monica's like, yeah, I don't have to talk to those jerks I don't even like. Yeah. I just get to hang out with She's you guys like, and eat cake. Yes, and then everybody pops out and is like, surprise. surprise. <laughs> so truly, this is the worst party in oh the my history gosh. of the planet. Yeah, I, you're so right. Okay. I would have gone like now. really oh. gorgeous brunch, shower. Because. Intimate. Yeah. Yep. I also feel like when you are like a little bit older, you don't need like the shower shower. You just you just want to celebrate with people you love and, you know, like. It know. might be different because it's Monica who, like, you know, she's kind. Of, maybe she wants to pick. But yeah, I yeah. would have been like, okay, what is Monica like? Fancy stuff, good food. Mm-hmm. I so I would have been like, all right, cool. Let's make a reservation for six people. We've already got five. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. At like the fanciest restaurant in town. Yep. Or like a really nice high tea or something like that. Yeah, fewer nice. presents, but you know she already has an apartment full of stuff. She doesn't right. need more. She doesn't need it. Yeah. So anyway, um, okay. The best part of this episode. <laughs> Joey starts off the episode coming in acting super famous, like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Do I know you guys? Do I know you?" Um, because he had an audition for a movie, um, and it went really well. So Estelle calls, and she mm-hmm. said. Joey. They love Joe. Um, but I can't do Estelle without doing the accent, you know? Well, you mean, yeah, it's Estelle. You, you can't just be like, oh, Joey. 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 It's Estelle. It's Estelle. <laughs> the um, casting and she people tells, loved you. Well, here you go. Renee will tell you what she said. <laughs> That's it. That's what she says, right? <laughs> okay. And, but then she says, um, are you okay with full frontal nudity? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kidding me? I never rent a movie without it. Yes. And oh, then he realizes mean for that me. it's him. Yes. So he gets a little bit weird about it. But to be honest with you, like, I'm really su- – well, okay, first of all, he's like, my grandma's going to see this. And I love when Phoebe goes, grandma's going to have to get in line. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you surprised, oh. though, that, like, Joey is having a bit of a, like, ethical moral crisis about – appearing nude um i don't know that surprised is the right word because i think plenty of people um would want to see other people naked but wouldn't want to be naked themselves you know i guess that's a good well i would know i was also just thinking though because he seems so comfortable with his own body and Does like he? confident Maybe he's just confident in his love-making abilities, not mm-hmm. in his nakedness. Yeah. Um, well, because even though, I mean, he was Al Pacino's butt, and he kind of had a bit of a hard time with that, too. I feel like that's, oh, that's easier, true. too. It's like just your butt, and no one sees your face. They don't know it's you. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could do a nude scene. I I just don't think I could. It does. It doesn't matter how much confidence I had. I don't know that I would ever have enough to get me through that. (laughs) Because I know what it's like on the other side of the camera. Mm. And all I can imagine, I know with nude scenes and like sex scenes, typically they, I've never, it's actually my goal in life never to have to film one. (laughs) Okay. I would prefer not to. It just feels uncomfortable and I'm sure we can do without it. But... I know that they typically make it, like, essential crew only. They're not having, like, the 200 people standing there. But it might not be 200 people, but I bet it's more than one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Gonna be a camera guy, gonna be probably an audio guy, gonna be a director of some kind. Lighting. Yeah, I mean, there's just certain things that you... It's not like a set it and forget it kind of thing. Like, people are actively working while you're filming. So it's like... You can only slim it down so much. Um, so you're still going to have an audience. And I just feel like, and and you know, what we see is 
the final. We didn't see the 19 takes Ugh. it took. Can you move this way? Okay, can you say that line again? Okay, actually, can we reset, go back to one? Um, to what I think is, what I think is even worse is then, like, it's in editing where somebody's, like, uh-huh. zooming in. And like, yes, you've God. got the editing process. Then you've got the entire world that's going to see it on the big and small screen. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. Um, I think I told you that I recently read Will Smith's autobiography, Will? Yes. Um, so there is a story that he... T- it's, I, I've said this before. It's a really good book. Highly recommend it. it I rented it, well, whatever you do, borrowed it from the library before mm-hmm. the slap. Um, so obviously that's not in there. Pre-slap. But, um, there is a story that he tells in there about Jada. So, um, and he's like, all right, you guys, I, he said, this is one of the most contentious times in our marriage. Like I, he's like, I I almost didn't include this story. Like that's how contentious it is. But he's like, I want you guys as the readers to settle this debate. I think this is funny. Jada does not think this is funny. And he was like, so they were just like, kind of like fell in love from the first time they saw each other. However, they were with other people. And so it took a while to get together. So when they finally did get together, great. Mm -hmm. Um, Love, 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 whatever, you know, love each other, blah, blah, blah. Um, And he was saying, so she apparently was in some movie where she has like um, quite a steamy sex scene with somebody. But it's like, Mm. I don't think it's like, you know, she's the hooker who I think it's like main character, tastefully done, whatever. But it is like a steamy sex scene. And apparently it's like a very popular movie in the black community. Um, I've never seen it. Um, So Will Smith says that um, she was coming over. He was going to introduce her to his grandmother, who is like a huge figure in his life. Mm hmm. And so he's like, when she was on her way over, I thought it would be funny to turn on this movie because I knew it would take no. her like 45 minutes to come out to like, you know, get in the car, get over here, da, da, da. And he's like, and at minute 44 is when the sex scene happens or 46. So he's like, I timed it. So funny. So she walks in the door and Will Smith's grandma is watching Jada in this steamy sex scene no. on TV. And he's like, oh, and he's like, you know, he said that um, the grandma was like, back in my day, people didn't have to take their clothes off to sell movies. And oh Jada was mortified and freaked of out. Course. And he's like, he's like, one of these days, you're go- like, you're going to look back and laugh at this. And he's like, um, my grandma and Jada um, had like, they went on to have like a beautiful, tight, loving relationship. But never once has Jada laughed about it. What's your yeah. thoughts? Um, I don't think I would laugh. Um, so you think not funny? Not funny, no. A uh, video of her tripping and falling, maybe. Um, a video of, like, um, a blooper. Like, that's funny. Um I know she agreed to do the film and, like, it exists out there. But I don't know that, like, you have to put it right in front of someone's face right before they meet, like, a matriarch of the family. (laughs) Yeah. You know? I just don't – especially since the grandma made a comment, it's not like she's this, like, bohemian (laughs) – Yeah. You know, oh, She's a conservative church lady grandma. Yeah. So I don't feel like that that sets you up. For success, it doesn't matter that it ended well and like they went on to have a beautiful relationship. I just feel like it puts um like a roadblock. I don't know. It just feels awkward. It feels really awkward. Um, so yeah, I would not laugh if Matt put my sex scene up on the <laughs> TV before we met his grandma. I wouldn't laugh. Ever. Yes, so I think um it isn't I I am on Jada's side here because yes, she agreed. This she agreed to do this. It does exist out in the world. Um, however, she was doing a job, right? Like she was yeah. she was doing her job in that scene for an audience who would watch that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Not like that is not the first impression she would want to give to her future husband's grandmother. 
Yeah. That is something that she did professionally for, you know, a set audience. And so I kind of feel like, I actually feel like it's not demeaning, but almost like a bit controlling, manipulative, like underhanded of him to do that. Because I think it actually, I think you're totally right. It puts her on the back foot and Mm -hmm. now she has to try to like fight back just even to neutral. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure he didn't see it that way. And he probably thinks it's not that big of a deal. But I think woman to woman, you realize that it's a bit different. And especially when you're trying to win the matriarch of the family's approval yeah. for her, like, golden child grandson. Yeah. I That would not have been my move. I'm yeah, not going to, like... It's just, just... Yeah. I think it'd be different if it was, like, she was trying to hide it from the grandma. And he was like, just tell her or just show her, yeah, you know? Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. different. Like, being ashamed of something you've done is usually a sign you shouldn't have done it in the first place. And that's on you, you know? But I don't think that something that isn't someone else's taste has to be like waved in their face. Yeah. That makes you it's look also quote mean unquote to his bad. Grandma. I know. I, I don't I don't like, like it for either of them. I think that like maybe had they known each other yeah. and like even it had still. been a year or two, even then it's like not cool. But that's different than like the first time they meet. Anyway, Will Smith, you were wrong. Okay. Moving on. You were wrong. Um so, yeah, okay. So I, I guess I just, I was thinking that Joey was body confident, but you're right. I think in private is different than necessarily like on the big screen, you know, filmed for forever. Um, yeah. So he is talking to, <laughs> so he goes back to the, the um, what's that call? Recall? Callback. Um, he goes to the callback and the casting director's like, oh, Joey, I'm so sorry. You didn't need to come here. And he's like, well, good luck. Congrats on ruining your movie. Good day. And she's like, no, 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 Joey. You didn't have to come back because the director loves you. And so he doesn't need to see you read. Um, he definitely wants you for the movie. Good job ruining and, your movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so dramatic. So, and scene. Um, and scene. But she has the awkward job of having to be like, However, the director is insisting that this is a fully accurate time, you know, period piece. And back then, um, somebody who's not, you know, the girl says, I've never been with a man who's not, or has never seen a naked man who's not Jewish. Um, You know, she wouldn't have been somebody who wasn't, and he's like, bar mitzvahed. And she's like, think. And so they cut this part out. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, they cut this part out. But she goes, think about thirteen years earlier. Add a doctor. Remove the rabbi. Add a doctor and a scalpel. Uh huh. And he's like, oh, oh. And then he's like, well, I said yes. That's what they teach you. If you can't ride a horse, just say yes and figure it out later. Yeah. This is like growing a turtleneck, Monica. Oh my gosh. Out. That line um, got so many laughs. Yes. I so most things I think, okay. Speaking French, riding a horse, whatever. You actually can if you work hard enough, you could figure it out. You know what I mean? Um this you can't do. Like, you can have the wrong hair color or the wrong eye color or the wrong teeth. Like, they can figure any of that stuff out. I don't know how you figure this out. You know what I mean? Well, I do kind of think nowadays, like, prosthetics are a bit more... Like, if he was truly perfect for the role, you could get some prosthetics for that. It's not like it's going to be, like, zoomed in on. I know. know That's what I was thinking. Like, how... How close up on the full frontal are we going? <laughs> yeah, to where like they probably, but I, I guess maybe if they don't have a big budget or that's just not something that they do, yep. I would think it would be harder to find an uncircumcised actor who is perfect for the role than it yeah. would be to just like get some prosthetics made for. Maybe. so. But, you know, maybe they try to find the perfect guy and they don't get him and then they come back to Joey. Or Joey oh, I guess puts that's a good point. silly putty and on his know, ding dong and nothing happens. I, 
I do also think like if you're going to be if you're going to have a character who is handicapped have a handicapped person don't have right. a good actor pretend like so I guess maybe that's the same that's anatomically yeah, it's important the to them idea. that it feels all, as authentic as possible yes um so so Monica has some quite good ideas that she says I'm thinking we could fashion uh, there's a few things we could fashion <laughs> off the top of my head I'm thinking double-sided tape and some type of luncheon meat <laughs> oh, oh my gosh so she has some pro- had, has a tray of prototypes. Monica is like, he's like, you're such a good friend. And this is so weird. I know. I love that because that's exactly what it is. Like it is, it is such a good friend thing to do, but it is also the weirdest. So weird. And the toothpicks, only until the glue dries. Oh. Thank God. Olive loaf. I hope that won't work. Oh my gosh. Are you okay. making him a sandwich? More mm. like a wrap. Like a wrap. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. So So she has some good ideas. Um, I can't remember. Salami. Fruit um, roll up. Fruit roll up. Pink satin fur. Pink fur, but that does shrink. Something in fake fur, but that's just for her. Um, So go try it on and we'll see what's the right direction. And so he tries on the fruit roll up. Delicious. Mm. Um tries on the silly putty and it's a go not so silly anymore (laughs) oh and it's just funny how she like hugs him and i'm like oh this is so weird it is weird so so then he goes to the audition and Mm -hmm. i have to say the vibe that i'm getting is not so much authentic character as much as it is this director wants an excuse to look at naked dudes is that the vibe (laughs) you're getting from this guy, I I don't I don't like his vibe. Um, better naked also, dudes than me, you know. That's he all I'm is say. a um, if it's the same guy, he plays a writer on Thirty Rock. Oh, okay. I think I think it's the same guy. Anyway, okay, he's just older and balder. But anyway, yeah, awkward. So so Joey's like, oh, say no more. He just want me to drop trow and make yeah. sure I. Uh, don't have anything weird going on, so here it is, all me. And they both seem quite pleased until the silly putty falls off. Oh my and gosh. On the floor. <laughs> well, that's never happened before. Um, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Like, all in, just an awkward experience. So, do you recognize the casting director? The lady? Oh my gosh. Um, yes, hold on. Hold on. Holding. Shoot. Why do I recognize hint. her? Yes, give me the hint. It has something to do with Denise Richards or <gasps> Richardson depending on who Is you ask. Is it Drop Dead Gorgeous? <laughs> mhm. Who does she play? Oh, does she? Oh, you yes. know. Does she play? No. Is she? Is she the pageant? They all have accents. That isn't helpful. Is she like the pageant lead? <laughs> yes. The two drunk pageant ladies. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. I wonder if that's. Do you yeah. think that has anything to do with why she's in this? Like with Denise Richards, or am I just? Or I don't do you know think? That. Do you think that they got her? She she booked us, and it was like I could ask Denise. <laughs> I'm probably. <laughs> I'm kind of friends with Denise. It's probably just. It's, it's probably, probably just a coinky dink, but okay. um, yeah, but yeah, she's the she's the pageant lady in Drop. Amir, I can. <laughs> oh, that is so yeah. Funny. Like at the when she goes to the like regionals or whatever. Yeah, and they're drunk at the mall, which means they're where the hell's my waiter? The time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the pageant business, which means where the hell's my waiter? <laughs> Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> okay. It's so good. Um, it's so good. Um, but yeah, so I don't think Joey's getting this role. I don't think so, because I don't remember him ever talking about being in this movie. Yeah, he might have had a chance if... Um, if he just said, hey, look, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I said yes. I was just so excited. Yep. If that's what's important to you, I understand. But if you... If there's anything we can do, prosthetics, whatever, 
I'm still available. Let me know. Right. Basically saying I'm willing to do it to make it work, but um, other than having foreskin, <laughs> yes, other than having foreskin, I can't do that. So anyway, um, oh, but yeah, that's it for our friends this episode. That's it for this episode with the we've we visited a lot of topics. So thank you. We um, did. Next week we're going to be there's going to be another fun celeb cameo. And it's going to be in episode 20 with Rachel's big kiss. It's It takes place on a mohill, which is why we're really excited. Yeah, yeah Renee's trying to make <laughs> mohills happen. <laughs> All right. You work on that. And okay, for everybody else, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.